So now the left is blaming the hurricane, Hurricane Harvey, that's wreaking havoc on Texas. They're blaming it on climate change, saying that the reason that the hurricane is as strong as it is is because of climate change. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Jesse Jackson did a speech saying that, uh, talking about how the Confederate statues need to be taken down and why we need to get rid of the Electoral College. So I'm going to dive into that. We're going to talk about a few more things, all that coming up on True Conservative. All right, so welcome guys to the very first episode of True Conservative. So today we're going to be talking, like I said, about uh, Hurricane Harvey climate change. So the left has said that the reason that the hurricane is as strong uh, as it is causing as much damage as it is is because of climate change, saying that the reason for it is it wouldn't have been this strong if it weren't for climate change. They're not saying that the hurricane wouldn't have happened. They're just saying that because of climate change is the reason that the hurricane is happening. So here's uh, some clips of CNN and uh, MSNBC saying that they're blaming Hurricane Harvey on climate change. Take a listen. Are you saying that this isn't just a Houston issue, this is a climate change issue in terms of how we anticipate the magnitude of storms and flooding? It's exactly the type of thing that the experts on climate have been uh, predicting. Why there is so much water associated with this storm, one of the things we've heard from scientists over the last 10 years is that climate change does impact the intensity of many of the storms. Start thinking about climate change. And I don't want to get into the politics of climate change. If you look at climate change and you look at the weather systems that we're getting today. Could climate change be fueling the history-making nature of this storm? A lot of Democrats will be saying, you know, climate change is actually, um, this is the kind of flooding you would predict based on the, the climate change models. One question we should ask, even if the Republican Party isn't asking that, is what is the role of man-made climate change? in disasters like this one. It doesn't necessarily create storms like this, but does it increase the intensity of these storms? There has to be a discussion uh, of whether these sorts of events are becoming more common because of climate change. Middle class and poor people would be some of the first people hurt by climate change. And there's this idea that these storms, these hurricanes are getting worse and worse, scientists say, and that working class and poor people, poor people that voted for Donald Trump, that are excited about his presidency, that thought his, that thought his presidency was going to improve their lives. All right, so I'm going to leave the link to where you guys can find this video uh, in the description so you guys can, can watch it for yourself. I didn't put the comp the compilation of all these clips together, so I will leave uh, the link for you guys to go see it. So my favorite thing is at the end that she tries to blame the hurricane not only on climate change but on Donald Trump for not doing something about climate change, climate change as if Donald Trump had done something when he started his presidency that it would have immediately stopped this. You First off, with climate change, there's no way that you could possibly change it. You can. There's no way you could stop it immediately. It's going to take time in order to reverse the effects, whatever effects those may be, uh, on the environment. It's going to take a while to reverse those effects. <coughs> so, the the one thing that a lot of people, when they're talking about climate change, won't do is they won't give you the science behind it. So. I'm not, th if you immediately say that you're a little skeptical, you're immediately a climate change denier, which is apparently now one of the worst things you could be in America is is a climate change denier. So my issue is not so much that, I'm not denying that there's climate change, I just want to know, you know, how much is it changing? Is it changing, you know, 
ten times worse than than it should have been? Is it was it, you know what's the, what's the exact science behind it? And Tucker uh, Tucker Carlson did an interview with Bill Nye, the science guy. You know that he was he was big back when I was a kid. You know I used to watch him on TV and stuff. But he's not a, he his credentials, and I'm gonna look it up real quick because I'm not exactly positive what his exact credentials are. But they're not in they're not in climate change. It's I think it's like biology or something. Let's see. Bill Nye, let's see. Uh, so, Bill Nye uh, is a television presenter, American science communicator, and mechanical. So his degree is in mechanical engineering. It's not even in, it's not in climate change. Yet he says that he, he has the answer. So he did an interview with Tucker, Car uh, Tucker Carlson <coughs> on Fox News. And uh, he argued uh, climate change and I stuff from a psychological delusion. But... I'm going to play you the clip now. If you've heard it already, if you watched it already, and you don't want to listen to it, that's fine. I'm going to play you the clip. It's about a nine-minute clip, so if you don't want to listen to it, just jump ahead in this podcast nine minutes, and you won't have to listen to what he, s what he says. But I'm going to play you the whole clip so that there's no editing, and you can't say that, oh, well, you, you didn't put the whole clip in. What did, did he actually say this? You don't have to worry about that. We're going to go ahead and play it. So here you go. We're coming to you live from outside the U.S. Capitol building, where President Trump will address a joint session of Congress in fewer than 24 hours. You may hear construction noise behind us during the show. That's because there is construction going on. There always is in Washington, the richest city in America. We want to thank you for that, for sending your tax dollars here. It's built a pretty nice place. Well, Bill Nye, the science guy, is now aspiring to a new title, Bill Nye, the psychoanalyst guy. During a Facebook Live event with Senator Bernie Sanders today, the mechanical engineer and TV personality said, skeptics of global warming suffer from the psychological delusion of cognitive dissonance. The slight bump up from last year when his, he was open to the idea of imprisoning skeptics, global warming, as war criminals. Is that the choice? Bellevue or Nuremberg? Bill Nye joins us now. Bill, it's great to see you. <laughs> that doesn't sound like science to me, Bill Nye, the no, science no, guy. That sounds like something very different. So cognitive distance is not a delusion. It's a feature. It's human nature. So we okay. in the science community are looking for an explanation why climate change deniers or extreme skeptics uh, do not accept the overwhelming scientific evidence for climate change. And the most reasonable explanation is you have a worldview, and then you have evidence, and the evidence disagrees with your worldview, so you deny the evidence, and then along with that, you deny the authorities that are providing the evidence. Now, if you have a better hypothesis for why climate deniers uh, deny the overwhelming scientific evidence, Bring it on. It's not a delusion. It's just like the fox and the grapes. Well, it's, he it's can't reach the I mean, grapes, so he says the may, grapes are no good. Look, it's, you know, people do come to every debate with preconceptions, and you're right about that, of course, but the essence of science is extreme, extreme skepticism. We always ought to be asking well, skepticism ourselves, is, is my hypothesis true? I'm a and member of both skeptic organizations, to, Mr. Carlson, and this is, this is uh, see, climate change denial skeptics. is denial. The evidence is overwhelming. Don't get me wrong, I love you as a person more than life itself, but the evidence for, over, for climate change is overwhelming. So we are looking for an explanation wait, wait, of wait, wait, why wait, you guys down. are having so much trouble you're, you're, with it. Oh, wait, so, so Dan, before the name calling begins, and before you try to end the conversation, let's start it by asking what exactly you mean. Now, I think most people are open to the idea that the climate is changing. It has always changed, by the way, as you know. It's the, the rate, cool. Mr. Carlson. It's the, the rate no, of such so, a concern. So the core question, from what I can tell, is why the change? Is it part of the endless cycle of climate change, or is human activity causing it? That seems to be the debate to me, and it seems an open question, not a settled it's, question, to what degree human activity is causing that. Is that it's not, not an open a, it's question? It's not an open question. It's a settled question. Human activity is causing okay. climate change. To what so, degree? 
to a degree that it's that it's a very serious problem in the next no, few no, but, decades. No, but wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. Wait, no, you said it's a settled point, and I'm yeah, asking a very precise question. It's a settled point. To, okay, the, then, then if you'll if you'll elucidate it for me, I'd be grateful. To what degree is climate change caused by human activities? 100% of climate change is caused by human activity? Is it 74.3%? It's settled science. Please tell us to what degree human no, so activity that's is your, responsible. Uh, so the word degree is a word that you chose, but the speed that climate change is happening is caused by humans. Instead of happening on time scales of right? millions of years, or let's say 15,000 years, it's happening on the time scale of decades and now years. Now, you know, I offered... Uh, wait, 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 but hold on, hold on. But to, no, what, no. I mean, to, to what extent is human activity responsible for speeding that up? I mean, please be more precise If that's the number you want. Being. Humans are so causing it would to happen catastrophically fast. Okay, so at what rate would it have changed without human activity? And well, you, you look annoyed order, that I'm asking these questions, but they're very basic questions. They're okay, not denial. So basically, uh, the, the cycles of climate change, the last ice age we had, was tens of thousands of years ago. So uh, okay. bear in mind that in ancient dinosaur days, there was more carbon dioxide. The world was warmer than it is now. There was an inland sea in what is now Wyoming. And I understand you have a, a Congress member, a member of Congress from Colorado, used to be underwater. And you go to Dinosaur right. National no, Monument and see it. Okay. Yes. But that's millions of years ago. The problem is you the just said it was tens of thousands. That was the ice age. The rate, okay. the rate is okay. the problem. Now here's the thing, half the people in the world live on sea coasts. As we get the ocean a little bit warmer, the ocean's going to expand, and people live no, no, on the you're, sea coasts are going to be displaced. But you're not answering no, no, my question. No, no, I'm talking about the speed no, no, of, yes, you're describing what will happen if this continues. Change. And I'm it's asking you a simple question. Hold on. I'm asking you a simple question about the rate of climate change. So the rate you said that it would be happening, but that rate has accelerated because of human activity. And I'm asking oh, the you word very accelerated simply, is an understatement. Okay, it's happening okay. extraordinarily fast. I'm asking you a simple fast. question, and because the science is settled, I hope you can answer it in simple terms, which is, without human activity, how long would it have taken for us to reach this level of warmth in our climate? Uh, it's not clear that it would have happened. In other words, humans have changed the climate so drastically that we have almost certainly avoided another ice age. There would have been another ice age. Ain't gonna happen because of you and me. So uh, the sooner we get and to we work know on that this problem, for the problem. When would it have happened? When would the next ice age have happened? Yeah. Is that I'm your saying, question? Without I human activity, what would the what would the process look? Here's the point that I hope our viewers can understand. I'm not in any way denying that the climate is changing. I'm utterly open to the possibility that the change is caused by man's activity. I'm merely calling into question your claim that all of this is settled, that, the that we know precisely what is happening and why, and that anyone who asks pointed questions about it is a denier and ought to be imprisoned or shouted off the stage. No, that was your word. That's, you guys, that's not my, that's not my claim, and I really... Would you, like me to, would, would you like me to read your quote? That people who disagree with you ought to potentially go to jail? You said that. Okay. And I'm just saying, is it, I'm not is sure that's skepticism exactly what I baked said, into Mr. science? Carson, we can talk about that shortly, but... Is it appropriate Under, to jail the guys from Enron? Was it appropriate to jail the people of the cigarette industry who promised it wasn't addictive, etc.? Okay. Look, my only point is, shouldn't we be encouraging people to ask honest questions, which I am doing, and you don't seem to have the answers to those questions. Okay, I've got to disagree why. with you. I claim I do have the answers. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. Why aren't you concerned about it? Don't you have four children? Why aren't you concerned I, I am about concerned. That's why I'm having you on. You look I just want to stop it right there real quick. I just want to explain what... Bill Nye is doing right here. So 
what the left has a tendency to do is do these character character attacks, and instead of talking about the science behind what he's talking about, the science behind climate change, instead of talking about that, he's now going to take a shot at Tucker by saying, well, don't you have kids? Aren't you worried about what the climate's going to be like for them? Yes, that's obviously. But the left loves it uses this tactic constantly to try to make conservatives look like they don't care, like they don't they don't give a shit about anybody, or or they don't care about what happens in, in the future. That's not that's not what he's doing. He's just asking for very simple simple science about climate change. He's like, so I obviously there's an understanding that the climate is is supposed to change, but what at what rate, to what degree? Are humans uh, accelerating that? And he doesn't have the answers. And, and this clip goes on for another three minutes. I'm going to stop it there, only because it's another three minutes, and I don't think you guys really want to listen to it. I'm, like I said, the links for all everything that you're going to hear, everything I'm going to talk about, wherever I got my information from, the links will be in the de- in the description of this podcast, so that you guys can actually take a look at it yourselves. But yeah, so he refuses, refuses, refuses to answer his question, and this goes on for another three minutes of just hey, Tucker asking for the science behind it. And he won't be able to provide it. No one, I don't know anybody that's genuinely blaming or, or that genuinely believes that climate change isn't a thing. There is science to back up climate change. It's the degree at which the climate is changing. So a lot of times you'll hear people say things like, well, the climate's going to change, you know, will change three degrees in the next hundred years. Well, how, how severe is three degrees? Three degrees, because another thing, and this goes back to what was uh what Tucker was going to going to say further on into the the debate with Bill Nye he was going he says at some point um so the the ice age was brought up and the thing with the ice age is, is global warming has in a way prevented another ice age which is a good thing you know i'm not saying that we need to continue to pollute the air and make make it difficult for you know the smog and all that stuff have have all those issues but what i'm saying is so we stopped the ice age. That seems like a good thing to me because why do you want to have? Let's put it the way: gl- global warming is div- is much better than global cooling. So global cooling, everybody dies. Nobody can sustain that. If the climate increases three degrees in a hundred years, that may not be the worst thing. Now I want to read you something that I actually thought was kind of funny. So Ann Coulter uh, said, uh, "Was had her d- hold on, sorry." Had her little, had something to say about people blaming the hurricane on uh, climate change. So Ann Coulter <laughs> says that she'd blame the hurricane on uh, a lesbian mayor before uh, climate change. So she tweeted out, I don't believe Hurricane Harvey is God's punishment for Houston electing a lesbian mayor, but that's more credible than climate change, which I actually thought was pretty funny. Uh, the mayor in question, the mayor she's talking about is uh, Anise Parker. Uh, who's the mayor of <coughs> Houston? Uh, she's the f- one of the first openly gay mayors of any major U.S. city. Uh, she served from 2010 to 2016. So Ann Coulter's known for doing this. She's known for kind of going against the grain in a lot of different things. But I just I just wanted to share that. I thought it was funny. Uh, so <coughs> next thing I want to talk about is the speech that Jesse Jesse Jackson gave about uh, tearing down Confederate statues and uh, basically his quote was and I'm going to play, it's like a 25 second clip his quote was, Confederate statues must come down the Electoral College must come down so 
I'm going to play the clip real quick so you can actually hear what he says. To stand against the relics of a war long since the clan ended. The Confederate flag represents some evil, represents secession and slavery and sedition and segregation. The Confederate flag must come down. The statues must come down. We have this plan to go to the hottest place on Earth, harness the energy from the sun to develop popcorn. The tests are going pretty well, so we want to get ahead of Okay, that was weird. I'm going to go back a second. That was really strange. Here we go. Electoral college must come down. We want a one-person, one-vote democracy. Okay, so like I said, he uh, he believes that the, the statue should come down. Now, I have a couple couple things to say about this. So, my my issue with it is, I I understand people's feelings about the Confederate statues and, and them coming down. I can I can understand where they're coming from. You know, as as America, we fought Confederate soldiers who were trying to secede from secede from the Union based on uh, racism and things like that. I understand they wanted you know to break free, and when they we defeated them, and we wouldn't normally put up statues of our other enemies. I just don't believe that this is a federal problem. I don't believe that it's the job of the federal government to say yep take all these down. If you, if on a state level, everybody votes to decide, okay, we're going to take these down, then that's fine. But I don't believe it's up to the federal government to say, take this down. Also, not saying that uh, Jesse Jackson did this, although I'm sure he's probably in favor of it. <coughs> a lot of people have brought up uh, taking down the statues of George Washington and Andrew Jackson and all these people because they owned slaves. But at the time, owning slaves was was... Uh, an acceptable thing to do, not saying that it's right, but to tear down the statues of of people who created this country and made this country what it is and make this country so great, that to me is absolutely insane and astonishing. He also brings up in this, he brings up the idea of uh, getting rid of the Electoral College, saying that we we uh, we should vote, uh, the, the, the popular vote should be the reason that a president wins, not because of an electoral college. I'm going to uh, explain to you why, in my opinion, it doesn't make it makes sense to still have an electoral college. So the the original reason um, the original reason of the electoral college was because they didn't believe that there was <coughs> that people had enough. What's the word I'm looking? They had enough knowledge of things for the popular vote to matter. So basically, it, they left it up to the Electoral College to make the final decision as to who would win the election. So obviously, as everybody knows, our past election, our, our recent election just came down to the Electoral uh, the electoral College because Trump lost by, I believe it was like, looking at the numbers here, and I believe it was about 1.3, give or take, a uh, million votes. And that's what caused... Well, that he ended up losing the electoral college or the uh, popular vote, but he won the electoral college. So he had 306 electoral votes. Hillary Clinton had 232. So I'm just gonna. The reason that I believe this is my obviously my personal opinion that the electoral college makes sense. The the national population. This is according to the 2010 census. Uh, wa at the time was 308 million people, right? 308 million people. Okay, we're gonna do some math real quick. To 
kind of explain this to you. So, if you take the f- top five most populated states in America, we're going to read this off. So, the most populated state is obviously California. So, let me do something real quick so we can s- I can see what I'm doing here. And I need that one. Okay. So, California. Oh, Jesus. I'm just messing up all over the place. Okay. Come on. Stop being like this. There it goes. Okay. So, California has 37 million. At the, again, this is according to the, to the 2010 census. 37,253,956 people living in it. Right? The next most populated state is Texas, which has 25,145,561 people living in it. Then you go to New York, which is the third most populated state in America. They have 19,378,102 people living in it. Illinois, or I'm sorry, Florida, which is the next most populated state, has 18,801,310 people living in it. And Illinois, which is the fifth most populated state in America, has 12,830,632 people living in it. If you add all these numbers up, you get 113,409,561 people in the top five states, top five most populated states in America. If you look at the election, I just told you 103 million people. We're going to do some more math here. So we have over 103 million people, right? So if we do that, and on top of that, we add the number of people who voted in this election, just to get an idea. So, remember, 103 million people. So Hillary Clinton, in her popular in her her popular vote numbers were. 62,523,126 people voted for Hillary Clinton. Donald Trump had 61,201,031 votes. That equals 123,724,154 votes. So, the population of the five most populated states in America could easily determine an election. There's 103 million people. You're only 20 million people short of the Im- number of people that voted. And this isn't exactly correct because there's the, the independent parties and all the other people but the, the that voted for Democrats or Republicans in the 2016 presidential election. So with the, what the Electoral College does is it gives the other states the opportunity to, for their vote to matter. So if you were to simply go by the popular vote, Texas, New York, Illinois, California, and Florida would all determine who would basically determine who's going to be the next president. Now, in this election, it would have been actually quite interesting because what it wouldn't what if went down to popular vote, California voted uh, was a blue state, New York was a blue state, and Illinois was a blue state. Those three states right there. Those three out of the other two would have determined that election very easily. So the reason for the Electoral College is to make sure that the rest of the country still has a say in who becomes the next president. So a lot of people don't like it because it tends to 
the electoral college when it or when it comes down to the electoral college it tends to favor republicans as opposed to democrats because a lot of times more people will vote, will vote for the like this happened uh, in 2000 with the uh, with uh, Bush versus Al Gore it came down to the electoral college the to determine who was going to win the presidential election and George Bush won based on the electoral college as opposed to being based on the popular vote but like i said population wise if you were to just go by population five states could determine that election hands down very easily and that's why the popular vote or that's why the electoral college is still so important for Americans so now you understand where i'm coming from and why i believe that it is still it's still important for the popular vote or for the electoral college to be part of our system so now I want to get into something a little bit different. So, um, California, like I said, is a very blue state, very democratic, or uh, very yeah, they're very they're they lean more to the left, hard hardcore to the left. So, as you know, there's been with this transgender movement, which is something we'll get into uh, in another podcast. But with the transgender movement, apparently now there's 52 genders. I've literally listened to interviews of people saying, that, well, there's, there's 52 genders. How is how are there... There's two genders. There's male and there's female. And you can't randomly just switch when you feel like it. That's not how it works. California has... Uh, is now going to... Um, has changed their driver's licenses. So, they're, well, they're... They're working on ways to get it approved um, to, so that your ID card... Uh, we'll have a third gender option. So it'll be an X. Instead of it saying M or F for male or female, it'll have an X, which is to accommodate non-binary and gender-fluid people. So gender-fluid basically means that non-binary and gender-fluid means that you don't identify as either male or female, which is the most bizarre piece of bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life. The idea that you're not a male and you're not a female. You're you're non-binary. No, you, if you're born with a penis, you're a male. If you're born with a vagina, you're you're a female. That's just how it works. It's it's very basic. I don't understand. And also, uh, the California has proposed jail time for misgendering trans individuals um, at nursing homes. So if if at a nursing home the you somebody looks like a dude, has all the body parts of a dude, but claims to be a female, and you say you call that person a female, they they want to propose to send you to jail simply by saying he's a male or a female without knowing. That is some of the most bizarre BS I've ever heard, and I, and, I'm, and the the entire transgender movement, the entire idea behind this transgender bullshit, is so bizarre to me that you can just randomly switch, and you don't actually have to change anything about the. And the idea is, I don't care what you do to your, what you do to your body. You want to get you know transgender surgery and change your whatever. I could care less. It's your body. You do what you want. Okay. I, I don't. I, it's your life. You do whatever you want. Like it's that, my same feeling on gay marriage and stuff like that. And that's again, I'll get into all that in, in different podcasts. But the idea that now I'm supposed to accept what you're doing and say no, this is normal. This is okay. No, that's that's not how that works. I'm not asking anything of you. As a, I'm not telling you you can't do what you want. So I'm not asking anything of you. But you're telling me that I have to agree with the choice that you made. Or say that what you're doing is okay, and then address you as the person that you want to be addressed as. Like Caitlyn Jenner, because she's the most popular transgender in the news right now. 
I don't have a problem calling him Caitlyn Jenner. Because you can legally change your name. Anybody can legally change their name. You cannot change your sex. So Caitlyn Jenner will always be a man. But I have no problem calling him Caitlyn Jenner. I just won't call him a female because he's not. He's still a dude. But this idea that now we're going to change on the driver's license. So when I when I when you hand a police officer your driver's license and it shows an X, now he's supposed to. That's he's gonna look at it and be like, ah, they're non-binary. What the hell does that mean? That's the dumbest thing that I've ever seen, and I cannot believe. Um, so the my the this is from the Miami Herald. Uh, they reported that the California Senate has already passed SB 179, which would introduce a third gender option for state identification. Currently, driver's licenses and other forms of official identification only contain options for male or female. The bill would allow a third party, which would likely uh, third party option, which not third party a third option, which would likely be an X, uh, according to San Francisco Chronicle. So they would th- instead of putting uh, male if you're a m- male or a female if you're a female. It's going to be, you have the option to put an X because you, you don't identify, which the logic to me is, is I don't understand. So I'm def- I definitely want to, we're going to dive more into the transgender issue tomorrow on our, uh, on our podcast because I, I, it's something that to me has just never made sense in, in the slightest. The idea that you can just change whatever your gender, whatever, whatever points you want to change. Um, it, it just, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but <laughs> they, uh, and the idea I'm gonna play. I wanna f- I'm gonna find a clip real quick because it, it to me it has made no sense whatsoever um, about this. Hold on, let me just. So this is when they're claiming that there's 52 genders because that's a normal. Let me see here. So. This is, here we go. Sorry, she claims there's 76 genders. I've started the hashtag 76 genders, even though there are probably more like millions of gender. Are you kidding me? Millions of genders? That's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard in my entire life. 76 genders. There's more, but there's more like a million. No, there's two. There's not three, there's not four, there's not 52, there's not 76, there's not a million, there's two. That's it. Two genders. And the idea that you can just randomly switch and flip and flop whenever you want, are you out of your mind? The idea idea behind this transgender movement, and I'm going to probably repeat myself again tomorrow, the idea behind the transgender movement is that I'm supposed to accept how you are. They don't. They want me to accept you. They want me to say, yes, you're a female, even though you're a dude, or yes, you're a male, even though you're a woman. No. Why is that? Why is it my job to play into your subjective view of yourself? Gender is not in your head. It's not something that's in your mind. That's biological. I am a male. My girlfriend is a female, believe it or not. I was shocking that is. And we're not just going to randomly switch and flip and flop whenever we want. But th- like I said, we're going to get into all that uh, tomorrow. So that's going to do it. It's a little short uh, podcast, obviously. Uh, it's the first one. So they'll get longer and they'll, they'll be better. Uh, obviously, I had a few little audio hiccups here and there. But like I said, it's the first one. So thank you guys for listening. 
I will see you guys tomorrow, probably around the same time. So like 5.30, this podcast will end up on uh, the internet. Uh, you can check me out on YouTube at The True Conservative uh, on YouTube. I have a link for it in the description where I will be posting videos of the podcast um, and eventually doing live videos and a live podcast that you guys can check out and stuff like that. So be sure to check it out on YouTube at True Conservative. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.